Wellness Within would like to thank our podcast sponsors, Union Pacific Foundation and the Arts Council of Placer County. For over 150 years, Union Pacific has been committed to building America and improving the standard of life for millions across the country. Wellness Within's Expressive Art Program's grant award is made possible with public funds from Placer County, the California Arts Council, and private donors, and administered locally by the Arts Council of Placer County, the designated local arts partner. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wellness Within Podcast. Today, I am sitting here with Lindsay Parkinson, and I am honored to have her uh, do work here at the center for some time now as our art therapist. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about Lindsay. Uh, She's a licensed marriage family therapist. She's board certified therapist and artist and dancer. Her work is dedicated to facilitating facilitating safety and trust in the therapeutic relationship in order for clients to express themselves freely. Lindsay graduated with her MA. Now, I got this Notre Dame de Namur. Yeah, de Namur. Wow. Okay. For both marriage family therapy and art therapy, after having received her BA from San Francisco State University in child and adolescent development, youth and family services. Wow. Did I leave anything out, Lindsay? Um, no, I just, I, I like to describe a little bit about myself as an artist, getting into art therapy, the shift of um, focusing on perfecting artwork and then changing over to the healing aspect of art therapy and focusing on the process of artwork. And that changed my outlook perspective on engaging with art in uh, a much more healthy and fun way. And I like to share that with people. That's awesome. That That's uh, nothing but good news for Wellness Within. That's for sure how we can benefit. Um, so for our listeners, um, obviously, because we offer art therapy here, I'm a, a strong believer in the power of expressive arts and the healing arts. Um, but for our listeners who may not quite understand or may have misconceptions, would you mind talking about what is art therapy? Yeah, definitely. So there's a formal definition and then there's kind of the fun definition. So um, art therapy is a treatment approach that incorporates the process of creating or selecting images reflecting on the art and then interacting with a trained professional for assessment, communication, stress reduction, and intervention. So that's all the technical terms, but um, the aspect I think that speaks to people is that it's a way to use art as language to communicate and express feelings that are otherwise difficult or challenging to talk about. Um, It's especially useful if if verbal communication is difficult, if, um, you know, for children, for um, people of older ages who might have dementia or um, just any, anything that might block someone from communicating verbally, art can be a way to express language and communicate with others and yourself, learn about yourself, and, and it can create healing for both psychological and physical pain. And um, I know this is your, this is your wheelhouse. Uh, did you have any personal experience with how you've seen that you can share briefly about how you've seen it transform people in dealing with trauma or pain? Uh, absolutely. Uh, 
I, I run a private practice now, but in the past, I, I used to work in hospital settings, community-based settings, and residential treatment centers. And um, I worked with teens, adults, families. Um, family art therapy is really great because, uh, again, that, that communication block often happens when people are struggling with with pain or with the emotional pain or with just maybe a team communicating to their parents. So having them get into a room and then do a communication drawing without actually speaking, but drawing only and using body language can really open up uh, a lot of that channel for people to then start getting to know and understand one another. And uh, I find that really interesting and uh, it, it, it's sort of like art can be advocacy for someone who's trying to get something across. It can be um, meditative, cathartic. It, it takes you away from your worries and you might be focusing on a physical pain area or a memory of something that is distressing you and it, and it just kind of eases that away. Um, and, and I watch it sort of, I watch the person sort of melt and, uh, and start to relax in those moments and, and really experience the decrease in whatever distress they're going through. Um, and it's very powerful. So I, I agree. I think it is incredibly powerful. Um, and so now let's shift to kind of narrow down the focus more towards cancer patients since um, that's part of um, the community that obviously we serve here, but also that you are serving when you um, teach here is how does art therapy help cancer patients in your opinion? Um, well, the biggest thing I think is that it's it's so it's it's a tool for well-being. It's a tool that you want to use to practice similar to meditation or or exercise or eating well, nutrition, diet. It's it's something that you can do on a daily basis or you know here and there even if it's once a week. It has uh, a lot of benefits to that, you know, there's a ritual to it. There's sitting down and setting up the materials. There's selecting the colors, there's um, playing with the different types of materials. So you're activating different senses um, and it becomes soothing. And um, so cancer patients often are dealing with depression and anxiety on top of the diagnosis that they have and the treatment that they're going through. And so this um, is a way to reduce stress and helps uh it helps create happiness. It, it brings joy. It brings a sense of flow. It brings a sense of uh, mastery. Um, and when you have an overall less depression or less pain, then you don't have to go to the doctor so much. Um, it helps uh, improve critical thinking and empathy. And it activates your brain in a way that other uh, other modal other modalities don't. So it's, it's um, yeah, it's very useful. So do you, um, and I know we're in a time of COVID, uh, so it's different, um, but when we prior, pre-COVID time, when you were teaching classes here at the center, do you have any um, snippet of a story of witnessing somebody who you started a project and you watched what happened? Because um, you were describing, you know, shoulders go down and you can see, you know, people starting to relax can you see 
you, you have any examples of having witnessed that and, and seeing it transform? Yeah. Um, yeah, I can think of uh, a, a few cases and, and one that's just common. Um, and I'm thinking of someone in particular, but they they came in and, and didn't feel that they were a very good artist. They didn't think they had skills in art and, um, and you know, announced they were a beginner and very common. I get to say that when we aren't, feeling very sure of ourselves. And um, I watched the other group members be very extremely supportive and, and share that they didn't necessarily feel like they were an artist either, but the, but the process was enjoyable and, and you know, and, and everyone is there to, to feel safe and it's a non-judgmental space. So there's kind of, there's a few things going on there. It's the, the group aspect where, where folks are supporting one another and making it okay to be a beginner or be a novice or, or whatever. And, and then the, the actually, once there's a little instruction for whatever the art directive might be a little structured, there's uh, someone can kind of get into, to playing. So they have a little, some idea of what we're about to do. And it's, it can be a little, it's new, like I said, so it can cause a little bit of stress at first and folks are kind of focusing, zoning in on what they're doing. And then, they start looking around and seeing others creating art and engaging and they start to relax, start talking with one another. And, and it, the focus isn't so much again on the technique, but allowing themselves to play with the, the material, the color, the, the paintbrush or the, the collage piece that they're cutting out. Um, and, and once at the end, when everyone is sharing out, looking at each other's art pieces and really being proud of what they've created and, and laughing through it as well and getting in touch with their inner child and being playful and, and re recognizing that it's really, again, it's really not about the outcome. It's about the process. It's about letting go and not being so hard on yourself. So I watched that the inner, cri inner critic specifically kind of leave the room. And that was with starting with supporting one person who might have been nervous and then having it kind of spread throughout the group. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, and the inner critic we all know has a lot of power when we let it sit at the head of the table. Um, and I think what's, what's remarkable that people don't understand is how, much, how many uh, studies have been done to validate and affirm how powerful art therapy is. Um, is, is there any, anything in particular that stands out to you that you would want to share about research you know around art therapy you know and why you know this is a real thing here folks yeah absolutely um yeah there's a few studies that um come to mind um and this is specific to to cancer there's data from over twenty thousand people who have cancer that um, found that one in ten patients were suffering from depression so these studies found that art therapy helps them deal with how they're feeling including reducing the symptoms and physical pain so that's both i think that's really poignant it's not just the emotional pain of depression but physical pain mm -hmm. and improving their outlook on the future and helping them feel listened to and feel heard validated and that's that's huge that's a big deal when you're going through um so much and you might not always have someone at home that can understand what you're going through or um, so you have, you have the space and, and it's great at the center at wellness within, cause I think everyone really helps share that space well. And, um, and hear they hear one another while creating art together. And, um, that does so much for someone's well-being. That's great. I'm, I appreciate you mentioning, um, that one particular study and I know there's tons more. 
So speaking of people that say, I'm not an artist, I can't do that. Oh, I can't do because that's the thing I hear all the time from people. How can I do that? I'm not, if I'm not an artist, can I, what am I going to do? Can I still participate in art therapy class? And what would be your response to that? I would say absolutely yes. Uh, you don't have to be an artist to do art therapy. It's, again, not at all about perfecting a technique. There might be some direction around a technique, which is helpful. Some, Like I said, some structure, which I think alleviates anxiety around that. But it is, again, about the process, getting into the motion, the movement of the art. It's, it's getting a chance to just look at beautiful colors, imagery. A very safe art directive is using collage materials because you're taking images that already exists. You don't have to feel like you put them together, but you're then cutting them up and shaping them and pasting them together in a new creation, one that's only yours and that's unique and that can be very empowering. And and once you might get past some of that initial nervousness, then you realize maybe I do have some skill in, in, in the arts and you can be an artist in all different ways. You know, expressive arts is poetry, it's writing, it's drama, it's dance, music, and visual arts. So we all have something within us that's creative. And we might have had it shut down when we were kids. So we kind of stopped doing art and stopped taking classes. And I remind people that maybe if you haven't done art since you were 10, then it's okay that your artwork might look young and there's nothing wrong with that. And so again, it's getting in touch with that inner child a little bit and letting them out to play that we feel alive. Oh, that's like such a great perspective. I think that you just saying that made me smile because it normalizes like your art may look like childlike and that's okay. And I'm not, I do have to, I'm not quite sure why visual art tends to be a little more intimidating. I, I don't, I'm still kind of not, and I, and I, I was intimidated myself. I, it's, it's normal. I, I just don't compare to other um creative modalities for example like a, a flute player and you know you wouldn't expect yourself to be able to pick up playing the flute and be a master at it if you just picked it up you know 20 years later after playing it in band in middle school so you wouldn't put that pressure on yourself maybe you, you know if you were to if you're playing around with something you wouldn't expect yourself to be this master artist I don't think I, I haven't heard that as much and, yeah. mm. I don't know if that makes sense but yeah it does. So it's it's something about the visual. It, we do feel vulnerable. Uh, right, right. And, and that's what's great, too, about the art therapy group that I run. It's not, even if you don't want to share what's behind the art piece, if some powerful emotions come up for you and it's hard to share, you don't have to. It's, mm-hmm. it's, um, I asked if you want to share one thing about your process or your piece so you can share about what it was like to pick the different colors or, or what the, it, it, that it was frustrating or scary or then it was fun and it was playful whatever you want to say about it or you can say one word and you can say the title of the piece or you can just show the piece so it's there's no pressure to to have to share beyond what's comfortable for you well one of the other things that's near and dear to me and I know it is to you as well Lindsay is the topic of um how does art therapy reflect diversity of cultures? I know that's a big question that we don't have a lot of time to go through, but just can you kind of touch on that a little bit for me? Because I think we live in a time where art means different things for different people and different cultures and honoring that. So can you speak to that just for a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, I mean, you're absolutely right. Art 
has different meaning in different cultures. I think it's a way to learn about other cultures. I think it's a way to um, understand one another, which is a big piece. But we see in every culture artistic developments from you know from the beginning of time. We for since we were you know uh, became some humans, I guess. Um, when we were developing, and it is a way to express what is going on with the change of seasons. It's markers. We use art to um, mark developmental stages in our lives and, again, weddings and births and deaths. It's all cultures have this. All cultures express art, visual art, and, and again, other expressive arts uh, in a way that just makes us human and separates us from um, other animals, other mammals. And so we, and again, it becomes a language when we don't have maybe the the verbal language between cultures to speak. So this is a way to understand where someone, another person of another culture might be coming from just looking at their artwork and vice versa. You don't have to say a lot. There doesn't have to be words to understand the expression of, of emotion that all the basic emotions that all, all humans have and experience at any given time. That's great. And just really quick, because um, I know the next thing we're going to talk about is the upcoming live class that you're going to do. Um, and so we're trying to get people, A, to understand how much fun it could be and how great it can be. I mean, I know a lot of people are, what do you call it, Zoom fatigued. <laughs> um, however, this is the time we live in and uh, we are not un are able to open the center back up for, for some time. Um, so before we do that and dive into that question, um, how does somebody get inspired all on their own at home? What's the little carrot that you can put out there for people who are at home and have some materials maybe at home? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that probably is your first start having some idea of what kind of materials you want to be working with, whether it's drawing or creating with markers and oil pastels, chalk pastels or paint or clay or uh, found objects in nature um, where our theme for the next group is going to be focused on weaving rocks. We're going to be using material to create. It's almost like basket weaving. Um, that's a really cathartic experience, which I can go into more in a minute. But the, you know, there's there's ways to find some structure on online. You can look up uh, different arts and crafts anywhere online. Really, if you want to try to do, get something going on your own, if that's helpful to you to practice. Uh, before engaging with others, um, there's tons of ideas. Pinterest and, mm -hmm. and um, I do think it's really helpful though to to be around others on even if it's on Zoom. You don't again, you can you don't have to be on display, um, but having the encouragement really goes a long way, and and a little bit of instruction and and just the share. I think and then everyone all sharing together. Like, Almost every single class, guaranteed, someone says, I don't feel like I'm an artist, and there's that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so I think that just normalizes how you feel, and then, and then immediately there's a weight that's gone off. But if you're on your own, sometimes it can be a little more frustrating. Or So this is the idea that, that we're helping to, to fill, not only facilitate this group and have people engage, but then they can take it home on their own afterwards and then repeat the exercise. You know, for, With this rock weaving in particular, yeah. it'll be really one can continue to be, become more advanced. Maybe it's something they really enjoy and they can keep going with it. Well, then let's do it. Let's talk about it. Um, can you tell us about this fall's art directive? Yeah. Um, so this is, uh, I found it to be 
incredibly relaxing when I've been playing around with it at home. And um, this is from a, it's an ancient Japanese form of Zen rock weaving or rock wrapping. And it's known as Mizuhiki, which I may not be pronouncing correctly. It's a traditional decoration that's given away at Japanese occasions like wedding celebrations, births and funerals. Um, it's a decorative cord used for tying actually paper um, that's starched and then wrapped around gifts. It's, it's like a rice paper and they often dye the, the rice paper into these beautiful um, colors. And it actually used to be a way that, to tie up the hair of a samurai. So it's, it's, um, and, and it, it, it's like basking weaving in that it's very repetitive in nature. Once you learn the initial uh, technique of creating sort of some knots around rocks, and usually we use smooth oblong or circular rocks that can be found, they can be found in your backyard, and uh, it becomes a very soothing process, of, similar to crochet or knitting. And it, it reduces anxiety, it gives you a place to something to do with your hands. Sometimes we fidget when we're nervous or anxious. This is a very cathartic way to um, help get into that meditative state, really. That's And so this is something that you're going to offer this live class. I believe it's the 21st. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Um, and people will be able to go to our website and get information um, and go to our calendar to learn more. Um, one of the things that uh, we had a word last fall um, for our end of the year card and it was called resilience. And I find resiliency is, lives in all these different modalities. And what you're talking about sounds like the ability to develop some resiliency as well. And people don't you know, know that that's a, another benefit that comes from this project in particular that you're talking about. And, um, and um, try to keep away from world events, but, um, and to deal with frustrations and things that are not within your control. Yes, absolutely. This really gives a sense of control. It, it is something that you're handling in front of you that that is yours, yours alone, that you can play with and 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 decorate and and, and this can be you can paint the rock first beforehand if you want. You can um, this can be a gift for someone and used in the traditional way that uh, that we know of. It can be just for you to to. It, put all around your house as decoration. So it's, um, yeah, I get it. Like I like to do the, yeah, the, we did once before the circle of control art directive, what's in front of you, what's within your control and then what's outside of your control. And that can and be a topic of what comes up even for, for folks when we get together. It's just, we all have areas where we feel like life is out of control right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's stressful and it's, there's just a vibration of it. And, this is one way to let it out, to smooth it out, to kind of channel and in the energy into something else that's, that's cathartic and healthy. Yeah, absolutely. So for folks who have any interest at all, whether you're a part of our Wellness Within community or, or not, because this is going to be a podcast that anybody can listen to across the U.S. and beyond, um, is to find an art therapy class, if you know, or join us for your, the zoom class that you're going to be offering. Um, Is there anything else that you can think about? Cause I want to tell people before we close out your art therapy class is October 21st. And I don't remember the time. And I'm sorry to say that. Um, 11 a.m. 
Okay, thank you. Um, so 11 a.m. on October 21st. Uh, again, the Zoom link will be in the calendar. You can go up and register for the class. And some people probably will go, I don't want to register. I want to, and I've heard this before, so I'm going to tell anybody who isn't part of the center or hasn't come to the center, who's listening to this podcast, um, we do not scam. We don't send you anything. We don't, we don't, we won't be bothering you. We won't be asking you for donations. And if, if, if you get something, it will be infrequent. And, um, and I know it's hard. We live in a time where we're getting so much information. I want to assure people that by signing up for Lindsay's class, there isn't a catch. Uh, before we close here, I think it's important those who want to know more about Lindsay, other than what we spoke of in the beginning, um, to go to her website, which is <laughs> www.artandsoultherapy.com. And that's A R T N S O U L T H E R A P Y.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lindsay. I really appreciate the time and the education and the inspiration. I uh, look forward to October 21st. Signing off here from Wellness Within podcast series. Take care, folks, and we'll see you soon. <laughs>